Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to This is the Pits, a podcast about movies about that star Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'm Chelsea Greenwood. Uh, my name is Michael Lewis. <laughs> and today we have a very, very special guest. Yeah. Um, Oliver Jonathan Moss, or Ollie Moss, as he likes to be called. Ollie Moss. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ollie Moss. Yes, that's my professional name and my registered uh, business. So, yeah. yes, that's me. Um, I'm honored to have you here, Ollie. The, um, <laughs> you make pictures. I do. I make pictures <laughs> and video games and graphic design. Mm. That's my that's my job. But you're also a movie critic, right? Yeah, I love movies. Not this one though, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. Let's just take a quick um, temperature. Michael, what did you think about the movie? Just very casually. We're going to do our own um, movies later, obviously. I, I would say, like, if we were just at a bar and I had to, like, say how I felt, I'd be like, you know, it, I, I liked it. Which, you know, inflection is really the description, the description for how I feel. <laughs> like, my yeah. words say I liked it, but the inflection really tells the story there. So it was like, you know what? I liked it. That's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I came home last night. After a very long and hard week, and I had a few beers, and I was like angry that I had to watch this movie. So that was the like, yeah. I so that was the context. I did not want to watch it. And then I fell asleep. So 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 I've seen this movie in two parts. In part one, I was drunk, and in part two, I was hungover. And both times, I was angry about having to like watch it. So like, so my my my, exper- my experience has been colored by this movie. But I do think that it starts off very, very poorly and gets slightly more palatable by the end. Okay, that's interesting. I feel the opposite a little bit. Okay. Um, but I will say, Ollie, I mean, when I told you I was doing this podcast and you listened to the first few, this was the one that you wanted to do, specifically. I didn't want to do, like, one of the good ones. <laughs> like, what do you say about a good Brad Pitt movie? You're like, yeah, okay. Some of our other guests <laughs> were like, oh, you know, my favorite movie is, like, True Romance. Like, I want to do that movie. And... and- and like we had Meepal do the favor, which nobody had ever heard of, and like yeah. the bad movies are always way more fun to do anyway. Oh my god! Yeah, but but also I have like a really explicit sense memory of this movie being marketed to me. Oh, as oh like really? A, as like a child? Yeah, I don't know why. It just it just stuck in my head as like, and I think it might have been part of that weird post Lord of the Rings boom of the epic movie where like there were a million of these fucking things coming out and they all start Orlando yeah. Bloom. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. This Bloom. was Orlando Bloom's time. This was, if we were doing yeah. a podcast about Orlando Bloom, it would, this is where it would start. I got news for you. I cannot fucking stand Orlando Bloom and I don't find him to be attractive at all. Same, same, but we did see his dick one time. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. With Katy Perry. Yeah. Oh, with Katy Perry. Remember Katy Perry? <laughs> he had a nice dick. I will say. <laughs> um, wait, we didn't even properly introduce Ollie. Like, what? what is... Um... Yeah, Ollie, tell us about yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm a graphic designer and artist, and I recently moved to the United States of America to work at a video game studio called Valve Corporation, uh. where I'm making video games. That's it. It's really boring. I live in a mall now, so yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Ollie's done also done artwork for some pretty cool games. So if you haven't, if you don't know who he is, already, go check out his work. It's pretty cool. Oh, thanks, man. I go to his website every day just to look at it because it's so good. Just to see how little has changed <laughs> in the last two years. <laughs> just to just, check. Yeah, cool. He's <laughs> really talented. Um, <laughs> so just to kick things off, this movie came out in 2004, which is a new year for us. I'm really excited about 2004 for the 
what's happening in Brad's life is he's about he's filming right now. As this movie was out, he's filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which means he meets Angelina Jolie, yep. which means he's leaving poor baby Jen into the dust. Yep. Michael, we can save the gossip for a later date. There's trouble. There's trouble mm-hmm. at home. We're entering phase three of Brad's career right now. Which, which is, can you, can you um, give me a quick like primo? What's phase one and phase two? Oh yeah. Can you like delineate those for me? I sure can, Ollie. I'm so glad you asked. Um, phase one, he's a young buck. He's coming to Hollywood. He's doing Thelma and Louise. He's like totally mm-hmm. defined. He's white hot. White hot. Like just burning hot. And then, so. So then he, like, shoots off, and so it's, like, pre-fame and then fame. And then phase two is he kind of rebels against fame, and he starts making all of these really intensely dark movies. He meets Jennifer Aniston. He becomes this, like, icon that's never Mm. existed before. And then part of phase two, like, the end of phase one was sort of, I think, see, I I a little disagree, because I think the end of phase one was him doing these dark, broody movies like um, uh, the Meet Joe Black and, you know... No, not even Fight Club. I think Fight Club's sort of near the beginning of phase two, where he starts to sort of come into his own as an actor and sort of has this, like, revelation of who he is. I think phase two is sort of him realizing that he can sort of take roles lightly and uh, have fun while acting, as opposed to having to be, like, a thespian, yeah. which is mm. sort of where he went towards <laughs> he the was end rebelling of phase against, For a long time, he was rebelling against being a hot guy. So he's choosing mm-hmm. all of these really mm-hmm. intense roles, which he wasn't good at. Yeah, he's such an interesting actor because, like, he's he feels to me like a character actor who's like too handsome to be a character actor. Right. Well, he be- he becomes that. He becomes right. that, and he's aware of that, which is what we've yeah. learned. And the other thing, Ollie, is that because this is episode twenty-four, I mm-hmm. believe, so we've now watched twenty-four, twenty-five Brad Pitt movies, mm-hmm. and so we feel as though we know him intimately in that. Okay. He's a yeah. friend. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when our friend betrays our other friend Jen to meet Angelina and we get launched into phase three which is now he has Plan B Productions and he starts producing movies as opposed to being in them and this is the first movie that Plan B kind of produces it's not all theirs but he does produce it okay quick quick note about 2004 the the world in which this movie came out Facebook Mm -hmm. was launched in 2004 changing the world as we know it um, George. But it wasn't open to the public till like was it, this was still it was still universities right at this point. I like this contextual information though. We need to, we do need this to understand Troy the it's motion important. picture. Yeah, no, it is. We need to know where this movie splashed down. So Facebook is launched, but it was only for like two or three schools, like big big hubs like Stanford and yeah. stuff. And then by two thousand six, it was like two thousand seven. It was like mostly all colleges, mm-hmm. and then. Now it's what we know. And then um, George W. Bush was reelected president. The Iraq war is like really gaining speed. People are fucking shell-shocked still a little bit from 9-11. Brad and Angelina meet. Janet's boob slip at the at the Super Bowl happened that Whoa. year. Oh, yeah. Outcast Taya is... My favorite song. Blasting. Blasting. Um, and Jude Law was named the sexiest man alive on People magazine. Hmm. And I say that because our boy Brad has been Sexiest Man Alive three times. Really? Twice In a row time. or just like kind of peaks and troughs? Staggered throughout the year. It's interesting yeah. you say that because I think this movie, and maybe I'm completely off the ball here and you've watched many Brad Pitt movies, but I think for cool. many actors in this movie, it is like peak attractiveness level going, going on. 
Well, because they're supposed to be looked like gods. They're supposed to look like Greek statues. It's yeah. like literally peak attractiveness. <laughs> yeah, I was watching this movie and just thinking, everybody in this movie looks fucking incredible. Like, I couldn't... I, like, yeah. I think it's the best, like, Brad Pitt's ever looked. I think it's the best that, like, Rose Byrne has ever looked. I get a, like... I don't know. It's just, like, everybody in it just was like, wow. A lot of attractive ladies and dudes yeah. in this movie. Well, because they're... They're literally waxed and oiled yeah. and makeup. <laughs> to the max. <laughs> I do not. They literally waxed everybody's chests for this movie. Um, and Brad Pitt spent six months preparing to get his body in shape because he's actually a skinny mini, but he like buffed right the fuck up. Right. And I remember that was like such a big part of the marketing. Like it was always like, oh, he's just such a beautiful man. And I was like, wow, okay, interesting. Yeah. Which I'm surprised he let happen, because he usually hates to be just a beautiful man. But I think he knew that he... I think this movie's... Okay, so I was watching this movie thinking, this is the kind of movie that so many Hollywood actors want to do, because it's an epic, and I feel like so many actors want to do like a Lawrence of Arabia-type epic, and this is Mm -hmm. that for a lot of those actors. So I think... And including for Brad. And so I think for him it was like this big undertaking as an actor and he knew that part of part of the role was the physical aspect of it so he was able to kind of like get over it that's the only way he'll ever let anyone like ogle over his beautifulness is is if it's in the context of a great acting role like fight club or this yeah it feels it feels like if you if you were building a kind of hollywood career as a leading man out of like different parts you would go right well i need to do one of these at some point exactly yeah yeah and you can tell all the way all of the actors are acting in it they're like giving it their Mm -hmm. all like this is it is i i don't know man i i think think that brad's performance in this movie is bad like i did not like it at all and i i think it's it at all like i it's i think it's partly because he's he's a such a like unattractive character like he's he's not meant to be liked and he gives a very uncharismatic performance in that role and then but the movie is kind of centered around at least caring about this guy a little bit and i just didn't i think I you do did, care. I, you don't think his arrogance yeah. was slightly charming like he he went for a charming arrogance. no i don't i don't at all i was completely uncharmed by his arrogance <laughs> i thought the performance like lacked all charisma and then like I, I think most of the guys in the lead roles are very dry and uninteresting to watch in this film. i would agree with they that. are all pussies except for brad pitt yes eric banna and orlando bloom are actually all of the trojans are mm-hmm. So painful to watch because I like, like Eric. I like I like Hector the most of all of them, but he's the most sympathetic character. I think. I thought he was the most yeah, boring I mean, character. He was the most like cut dry. Like, oh, this guy's a nice dude. I hate to say that. Yeah, he is. Like, he's, he, he's everybody's constantly telling like he doesn't really do anything in the movie, but everyone around him is going, "You're the best man I've ever met." Right? <laughs> like yeah, he's exhausting. the best of us, right? And you're like, well, well really? Why? Because uh, show don't. It's one of those sort of show don't tell things. I'd much rather right. like, yeah. see examples of him being a, a good dude. But that's like, I don't know. That that felt like a problem with the movie to me. Is that I just didn't really care about any of the characters. But I will yeah. say that Orlando Bloom and uh, Eric Banner are like really well cast as brothers because one of them totally. does look like the even more like pussyish version of the other one. It, like, it, totally. there's, there's some interesting and good yeah. casting choices in this movie. I think all the casting yeah. choices 
were good. I maybe not well executed. I I think that they're the reason why they were so blah is because they're like the their whole honorable vibe of like mm-hmm. the like clear like Trojans are honorable and they care and like I'm sorry if um, if your kid starts a war over mm. a woman <laughs> you don't you're not going to be nice to the woman right <laughs> doesn't make any sense <laughs> so like they're way too sympathetic it's like dude. They're like, well, he loves her. I mean, what are you going to do? He just loves the woman. Send yeah. all the ships <laughs> in the world. Yeah, and even when he's going to die, like even when they're going head to head at the end when Hector and, and Achilles are fighting, it's like the whole thing of like, dr- I'm going to drive home the fact that like we're honorable and I'm going to get like, we just need to make sure that we get buried properly. I like, like that scene. I like that scene a lot. Like that whole final scene and then the choreography of the fight and the stakes in it and how it was like ramped up gradually just worked for me massively. It was the first part of the movie where I actually like couldn't look away. I found it magnetic. I felt the same way. And I liked the way they set it up throughout the whole movie. Like when Mm -hmm. they first meet each other. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So back to Brad's acting. He had to put on an accent for this. Oh, did he? (laughs) Did he? He he trained. No, he trained for six months. Oh, and God, he yeah, it, it is couldn't really... hor- historically horrible with accents. So the, that, his way of talking where he's like very, like, I don't know. It's, it's just like... so actory that I was laughing. I literally was laughing Honestly, from the minute really? it starts. I, uh, you know what? Okay, so I might have gone into this movie slightly biased because like Ollie, as a kid, I did watch this movie quite a bit. And I think this was one of the first movies that I got on Netflix. But I got it mailed to me on DVD. I, I seem to remember <laughs> that happening. So anyway, yeah. um, and I love this movie, and I would watch it a lot as a young person because there's so really? many battle scenes. Yeah, because there's so many battle scenes. Um, I only saw it once as a kid, and compl- and it just like I I forgotten everything except that final that final scene. I remember the first. Oh, the scene. I've never seen it. Yeah. Fr- I've never seen it, and I'll never see it again. And it's interesting because I I did not hate it. I am a sucker for romance. And so there's three love stories in this movie. So the little girl in me loves that. Yeah. But what I hate is extended battle scenes. Wait, no which reason. of the three love stories? So there's Ulysses, I mean, Achilles and Briesis, yeah. the slave girl. Yeah. There's Paris and Helen. Mm-hmm. And then there's Hector and his wife. Ah, but you're also forgetting the love story between Brad Pitt and Garrett Hedlund. His oh my God. <laughs> his cousin. <Yay. laughs> Yeah, his know, cousin. Sorry, I can't give you some scare quotes, but I'm like, cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, so Garrett Hedlund moved to L.A. like three weeks before he got that part. Fuck him. Oh, really? So for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in so madly in love with him. If I was going to have sex with any of the men in this movie, it would probably, he'd be at the top of the list. I'm kind of a Garrett Hedlund booster. I always like yeah. want him. I always want the best for him. He doesn't often, like, he, he picks weird roles in bad movies, but he, every time he shows up in something good, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't I feel no guilt for boosting this guy. Yeah, yeah. I love him and I'll always love him. He's so good in uh Lewin Davis. Just yes. as, yeah, I, I never that saw movie. that one. Oh. Well anyway, I was gonna say I don't think Brad Pitt's accent was that bad, but maybe it's just because I've seen this movie so many times and I, I as a young person liked it that I never really got hung up on his accent. Even now I didn't really get hung up on it, and I think it's because he didn't talk all that much. I think 
I think the problem with it is that it just fluctuates all over the place, right? Yeah, like, it's, it it, every time he... It, when he's just doing his sort of surly, like, monosyllabic grunting during, like, long dialogue scenes, um, <laughs> like, it's fine, whatever, yeah. but every time he has to actually emote with it, it's just, like, falls out, falls straight in the bin. Like, it's yeah. Just, yeah. It's like when he's... It's just, I guess my... I think, like, you nailed it at the beginning. My problem with all of the acting in this movie is that everybody is acting. Like, you can see them acting. Yeah, well, it's because they're all like, this is an epic of my career. So they had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But some of them, like, a lot of, especially the sort of supporting actors, the older, like, thefts in this movie, they fucking know what movie they're in and they're killing it. And it's great. Yeah. Like, and, and... Every time Sean Bean turns up, I'm just like, oh, just wow. you, you should be the movie. Like, yeah. like why? Should- I 100% agree. 100% agree. Which is interesting. Yeah. This was the first screenplay that David Benioff of Game of Thrones fame. I, I was going to I was going to mention that, and it does feel like the whole thing is is a really prototypical like template for Game of Thrones. You can see totally. all the elements there. It's crazy. totally. It's a complete preamble. I, and I think he yeah. was he. I mean, like, yeah, he, you guys said it, it's a preamble. He's like testing out his shit and. There, in the in the behind the scenes like video, David Benioff says that um, he liked the Iliad because it's like. And by the way, this movie's based on parts of the Iliad. If for those who don't already know, um, it's it's a grab bag of, of different. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. But he said that he did like the Iliad because it's humans versus humans, not really good versus evil, and, and you're not meant to really root for one side more than the other. So I think that hmm. which is. That's an interesting but thing. But they that made Benioff the likes. Trojans so. But that's what I was trying to say earlier, though. Like they made. He said that I watched that too, and it's like. But also, you made the Trojans so nice, and the other guys so mean. And you've got poor, sad Peter O'Toole weeping over like oh the, his God. dead kingdom, which is a great shot. He's, Peter O'Toole is fucking amazing in this movie. I love he it. Is. Yeah. And he then is. Brian Cox just hamming it up, like really just <laughs> fucking loving it. And ah, oh, he's so like both of those guys are so fun to watch. But like, I, it's weird to me that David Benioff says that it's not really about good versus evil because it seems... He clearly delineates it. Because it's about two cartoon people who are mad at each other. Well, that's the reason it's not good versus evil. But also you're kind of... I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of rooting for the Trojan horse. Was that just me? I always want the Trojan horse. Like, I wasn't sure that we were going to see the Trojan horse because... It's such a long epic, sweeping epic that I thought. Well, they were they, just cut the, that the Trojan horse out. is like is from a completely different like. Uh, yeah. It's from a completely different epic, right? And they just like slam it in. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no. It's, it's from it's the Odyssey, mentioned. and they just stick it on stick it on the end. It also yeah. feels so fucking insane to me that like <laughs> Peter O'Toole comes into Brad Pitt's tent and gives him the talk, and then he cries over like Hector's body, and then the next <laughs> scene is him jumping out of a fucking tr- like. <laughs> Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a dishonorable trap and just murdering yeah. people. <laughs> like, yeah. Was, was this supposed <laughs> to be a character arc? Like, I don't... Uh, like, what? True. It's, it was us seeing that Brad Pitt was more than just a warrior. Right. But that whole arc, too... And one of the biggest arguments for this movie, or one of the biggest criticisms, was that they decided to cut out the gods entirely, and the gods mm-hmm. actually play a huge role in the Iliad. Like, it's their game, and they're right. just toying with the humans. Mm-hmm. Um and they cut that whole thing out. So when you're talking about good and evil, it's sort of like not good and evil. It's like, you know, the two gods getting at each other. But Mm -hmm. what he was saying, David Benioff was saying, was that like when Hector and Ulysses are fighting, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be, like, you're not necessarily, or he didn't want you to be necessarily rooting for one of them. I was rooting for for, um, 
what's his Brad name? Pitt? The guy with the ankle. Yeah. Achilles. What's his name again? Achilles. Achilles. Ankle yeah. boy. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> Ankle Boy to win the whole time, and I was on his side the whole time. Me too. Well, because I just and like I watching a hero, and he feels like a hero. Uh, I wanted yeah. Hector to to kill that whiny really? asshole. <laughs> yeah, he just seemed like he was in the right. He was fighting for. Uh, yeah, that's how I felt. Well, that's fair. Yeah, so you were on the good side. I also felt. I also knew that you, you know it feels like Brad's character is doing it in a fit of peak and will regret it. Like it, the movie kind of sets that up. Um, yeah, because he so, was doing it for honor and legacy. He was doing it for selfish reasons. Yeah, he didn't whereas, care about the Greeks. Whereas Hector is fighting for his family and like you know his and his kingdom and hmm. is more honorable than just like I'll be. Wait, plus, you know, but he knows he knows he's the underdog. Just that scene of him basically saying goodbye to his whole family before he mm-hmm. gets in. It's like he, you had there's no sense that he's going to come out of that the victor, which is right. Fine. Well, even so, I, thought that so he I do might. feel. I wasn't like sure how how really? um, Ankle Boy actually. I forgot. I forgot the whole mm-hmm. like all the ins and outs of the epics. I know the 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 overarching themes. Like I forgot. Is in the Iliad? Does he die with? that girl when he's like making out with the girl or is that a did they choose to do that do i think they added Wait, that in. She, but he she means like um when brad pitt gets shot in the heel does uh and then he like kisses that girl and says goodbye to her and then he dies is that how it actually happens but i think that it's not i don't know if that's how it happens it does feel like so. a bunch of stuff that it roughly happened but moved around in different orders yeah they definitely like shifted remixed in, in, in yeah it also felt to me that he didn't need a love he did not need a romance that we just needed to see him naked because that's what Hollywood loves to do. And that's you know what? The first time I see him naked, I said, I'm in the first show. Well, you were like, always, he was always like, isn't he actually is supposed to be Gary Hedlund's lover, right? Like that's the actual thing. It the, feels the movie, that a, way. There's a lot of like amount- gay erasure in this, in this movie. Well, any, any like Hollywood adaptation of, uh, of they would make a great couple. Gonna... Oh my God. Well, they did make a great couple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the uh, story? Like, just give an overarching story summary for for those who haven't watched this movie in a while and don't want to watch a three-hour and 15-minute movie. Yeah, I could understand why someone wouldn't want to watch this movie. Yeah, I could. I, <laughs> I mean, sitting down to it, it's to daunting. It's, we can say everything about this movie is so huge. The time, the battle scenes, it's like all too much. The this budget. budget. The stars. It's like, Jesus Christ. I got to say, it was so fucking cool to watch a movie where, like, they built a set. Oh, mm-hmm. right. they built <laughs> the city of Troy in Mexico. They just built the whole thing. And it cost yeah, it's, millions of dollars. And you can tell. It looks like, it, yeah. It's on camera. It's, it looks great. It looks really it good. It does look great. I mean, they went $50 million over budget. So what, the budget was, when I looked, it was like 187 or something? Well, it, was, it started out, it was approved on a $150 million budget. And then mm-hmm. a hurricane, well, first Brad Pitt actually tore his Achilles. <laughs> which is <laughs> he hilarious. really actually did. <laughs> during production, that, it's actually during that first fight scene where he runs and he jumps and stabs that guy in the shoulder. In the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's his, that's his signature move. Yeah. But yeah, apparently nobody thing. can figure out. Apparently <laughs> yeah. only gods can perform that move. No one can jump off of one foot back in that time. Um, <laughs> Not even, well, Brad Pitt can't do it because he... He <laughs> tore his Achilles. Achilles. He's, he is a man after all. Um, so he tears his Achilles it, during that move in that one shot. And then uh, production has to kind of stop. And then while production has stopped, a hurricane comes and wipes out 
the walls of Troy in Mexico. Oh. And, they, and they were like, they, and then the only scene that they had to shoot, they were almost done filming too, which is the most infuriating part. And they, they, were, they only had to film the fight scene between Eric Bana and uh, Brad Pitt. That was the only thing. And they were like, we mm-hmm. have to rebuild the walls of Troy because it takes place right in front of it. Which nowadays, by the way, they did not have to re- rebuild the whole thing. They could have just green screened it. No. But whatever. They rebuilt it. Mm. Yeah. And it put production There's a lot back. of CGI in the movie, though. Early, early digital stuff. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like, dodgy compositing on like the ship, the fleets. Maybe the, ships yeah, the stuff fleets. There was actually only two real ships in the fleets. All of the rest was digital. And like also in the battle scenes. And that shit's expensive too, man. Yeah. This whole fucking thing is expensive. Man, did you did you uh I guess like just to be clear, neither of you watched the director's cut of this movie, right? I was going to, but then I had to buy it and I said there's no fucking way I'm buying this movie. I'm going to rent it. Yeah. You can't, you can't rent the director's cut. Oh, it is Half an hour of extra footage. I knew it. Which oh, made, I knew it. Yeah. That's why which I didn't want to watch it. Outrageous. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. But like, I, I was like, half an hour of extra footage. No, thank you. And then I like read some <laughs> of the changes. And it was like, Sean Bean gets a humorous introduction. I was like, fuck, this is what I wanted. All I wanted was more Sean Bean. If it's a half an hour of, it's just of Sean extra Bean. bean that's, if it's just extra beans. Sean like, Bean looking like Jerry beans. Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. damn. Apparently you guys, I they, really love they, him. They, Apparently, they also used Tim Burton's score for Planet of the Apes to play over um, the Hector Achilles fight scene in the director's Whoa. cut, which I'm like, I don't understand what that means. Interesting but, choice. Like, yeah. That's interesting, because I thought that scene was great. Yeah. So, I bet I, we, we should probably look into that. Maybe we can post it on our Instagram slash Twitter. Yeah. yeah do some extra research for extra credit. We could. Yeah. I'm not watching the whole fucking. I'm not watching this movie again with more God, shit in it. No. I'm not watching this movie again with the shit that's already in it. <laughs> I didn't hate the movie. I really didn't hate the movie, but I did hate how fucking long it was. Yes. yes. We could cut some of those fight scenes in half. We could cut out, you know, one romantic scene between Paris I, and. We could like, cover Fasul because he doesn't fucking do anything. What the fuck? I could sit down and deal. cut half an hour out of this movie, like right now. You could make this. There's enough good in it. To condense it down to an hour and twenty minutes, like beautiful epic. Oh, you, you, know? th- you think? I think you, you get this down to a, to a brisk hour. hour and twenty. Two, a- <laughs> two hours. Two hours. Okay. Hour mm. and twenty just with romance. The, a thing that I really uh, thought was interesting was that the guy, the uh, David Benioff and the director, didn't want to put Helen of Troy. They didn't want to see her because they didn't want oh, yeah. the audience to have expectations I of saw the most that. beautiful woman in the world. And mm-hmm. I think that would have been a really effective thing. I didn't need to see their romance at all. No. I think that would have felt like I think that would have felt like a fucking cartoon. Because the way you <laughs> described it to me, it's just like the, they just show the back of their head or like find sort of creative Austin awesome Powers ways shoulder. to cover her face. No. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, just, and you just see people's reaction shots to it. Would, would, would yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. Oh man, yeah. yeah, I do. No, I don't mean it that way. I think it would just. I mean, just all of their romance. I mean, I have a problem with romance in movies, like, I guess, because I say I find myself saying this over and over and over again. But we could have cut that out. I thought I thought they could have done that creatively. I will say though um, th- that this movie is so much battle. There's like so much battle in this movie. Mm-hmm. Cut some of that battle down, bitch. Hundred percent. The but only also, scene that I liked between sorry, carry on. I was just gonna say also like the parts in between battle you really have to pay attention because you can miss mm-hmm. why they're fighting and so if i if mm-hmm. i never saw helen of troy and i never saw orlando bloom take her away and they just talked yeah, about it then i would be like and then i saw like a bunch of ships and then a huge battle i'd be like wait why did this start like after hour two i'd be yeah, like wait enough. why are we fighting is it 
what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah, so much of the dialogue is just exposition to justify, like, the next big... Right, and if I never saw Helen of Troy and they just talked about her, I'd be like, wait, who are we talking... What's happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. But even even then, like, I don't... There's only one scene between Orlando Bloom and um, Diane Kruger that, like, I liked. It was the one immediately following... The the battle, uh, sorry, his battle with um, oh yeah, Brendan Gleeson. Mm. You know, like great. when he's a coward, I love that whole and then scene. they just, but she's like, I don't care. It's like you know, I I I was with a uh, a fighter, and it made me want to die. You know, <laughs> like yeah. that that was just that felt very that felt very real to me. I've got news for you. I got news for you. If I was Helen, I'd be so bummed. I would be like, uh oh, I have made the wrong decision. Well, maybe really? not the... You'd rather he was dead? I'd rather he was dead. <laughs> wow, times. okay. Yeah, he, like Orlando Bloom didn't even like He's his character. Orlando Bloom didn't like his character, and but that scene, I think that whole moment where he cow, kowtows, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the right word, but... No, yeah, but you know, it, it is, right? <laughs> sure, it communicates the right feeling, so... It works. Yeah. That was like, that's a moment where I was like, oh, I'm feeling something. Like, I have emotions about this movie. Because that's yeah. a complicated was, emotional Yeah, that moment, that moment felt really good. And then I had the preceding scene with Diane Kruger. Even though they, like, Orlando Bloom is such a nothing, like, in this movie when he's... Is Orlando Bloom performing. ever a when thing? He's, mm-hmm. When he's speaking words out of his mouth, he's bad. Yeah. Like, that's... that's <laughs> Same as like Pirates Lord of, of the, the Rings. Caribbean. Is he good at he's great in Lord, He's great in Lord of the Rings. He but, he need, but he's... Yeah, he's just like... He's... T- an elf. He's all he needs to do is wear a wig, like and that's. <laughs> so as long as he's, he's great, not talking, like, he's great across the board. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I feel, yeah. I feel the same way about Henry Cavill. Like, Henry Cavill, I know nothing about him. He's Superman, no. right? Yeah, and he was in the most recent Mission Impossible, which is this is a massive like <gasps> digression. He was in it, but like he's, hot, he's one of those guys who's so, such a great physical actor, and then you, and then he like talks, and you, and it, I just don't believe a word that he's saying. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And then you're like, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And I bring it, and I bring it, but like to, just to bring it back around, I kind of feel that way about every single lead in this movie. And every time an interesting side character appears, I want more of this person, please. And right. then the movie doesn't give it to me, and I get mad. Someone needs to right. sit David Benioff down and be like, listen, you keep putting Sean Bean and stuff, <laughs> and then you keep yeah. not giving us enough of him. It's such a tease. It's the worst. Maybe that's what, but maybe that's how you successfully use a bean in yeah. your movie. Is yeah. that, like, you can't make, you know, True. if you make a stew out of only beans, no one wants to eat it. <laughs> you just need, like... It's a chili. That's a chili at that point. It's, and this is not right. a chili. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> you just want the one magic beer. A few beans scattered throughout. Yeah, do you, want, you want a, you, you want, want a nice like hummus, little, not a, yeah, not just a bean. A little yeah. tasty bean. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Oh, I do love a bean. So I would like to play, I wanted to play Mary Fuck Kill. Oh, again. okay. I like that. Okay. You know what? I like that we're going to do this from now on. Isn't that the plot of this movie, though? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> it's already in order. Troy, colon, marry, fuck, kill. Yeah. It's, it's in that um, order, too. You marry them, and then you fuck them, and then you kill them. I want to do it both ways. <laughs> I want to do it with the women and with the men. Okay. Okay. So, Wait, more than, there were more than two women in this movie? <laughs> I can't remember. Okay. This movie does not pass yeah. the Bechdel test, by the way. Okay. No, definitely not. Helen? It does. It does. I actually, rem- there is a bit right at the end where Diane Kruger is talking to Rose Byrne about getting out of the city. But it's like one scene. It like, it scrapes oh, the back Oh, all right. I was, I, I, 
there was enough of I got right through the movie and thinking, huh, I wonder if this does pass the bed. Oh no, it definitely doesn't. And then it just like it just like dinged it in right uh, the last moment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good for yeah. them. All right, so here's the Mary Fuck kill. There's Paris, Hector, okay. and Ankle Boy. Why I can never remember his fucking name. Kill them all. <laughs> this is a no, shocking uh, thing about my brand new oh, guys. That feels really easy to me, which which would be like uh fuck Ankle Boy, uh Mary Hector and definitely yeah. kill yeah. Paris, right? Same. Like that, that's absolutely that feels like we're all alive. And I feel like that. I feel like explicitly as an audience, you are, that is how you are meant to feel. Right. How about this? Sean Bean, Menelaus, yeah. or Peter O'Toole? Oh, I Peter O'Toole in this movie looks like he's crying out for someone to kill him. Like just <laughs> put him out of his misery. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He looks so fragile. He looks so on he, the verge of tears the entire time. Agamemnon. 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 That was the guy. You'd have to. Did you mean Menelaus or Agamemnon? Menelaus is Brendan Gleeson. I meant the guy who Ankle Boy. Brian Cox. What's his name? Yeah, Bri- yeah Brian. The guy, Cox. the leader of the army. Coxie Boy. Um, that's really difficult. I think. Hmm, I, I I couldn't even say. I would fuck the guy who runs the army of the Greeks, the the main one. What's his name? Agamemnon. Mm-hmm. I would kill Peter O'Toole. Yeah. And I would marry Sean Bean. But he's but he's so nice. Oh yeah, I forgot Sean Bean was in the mix. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, you'd have to marry you'd have to marry the Bean. But then again, do you want Bean for eternity? Is too much Bean no, too much Bean? I would kill but I would kill him. <laughs> Not do, you think, do you think it's one of those ones? It would be like a divorce after a year. Yeah. <laughs> With Bean maybe. Um, it's I a have, whirlwind romance followed by <laughs> I have two sad... things to say about Peter O'Toole. One. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was in Lawrence of Arabia. Ollie, I know you like yep. that movie. I've never seen it. It's a great movie. But he's like one of the most epic. It's like supposed to be one of the most epic roles. And Brad Pitt in all of his interviews is like, oh, my God, I got to work with Peter O'Toole. And when I was having that one on one scene with him, it was amazing. Yeah. He's such a great guy and he's brilliant. Diane Kruger said he kind of sucks. He's dead. So I can say it. He wasn't the most pleasant person. He's just a drunk. You know, he just had a two day part. I played Hello Troy. He was Peter O'Toole. And he just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that he was Peter O'Toole. He could Ugh, barely make it I up the stairs. That. And I just thought it was interesting that Brad Pitt's perspective was like, he was a bro. He was like, you know, my pal. Wait, was this before? But, but is this like, are those two contemporary, like, quotes? Was one of yeah. them during the press circuit of the movie and one of them is like, Peter yeah. O'Toole is dead and I'm going to fucking show yeah, him? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> like, Still, I didn't like that because he seemed so sweet and like, frail. He doesn't movie. seem sweet. Yeah, I, but I that's see him acting. being a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, now we're going to do Mary Fuck Kill one more time, but with the chicks. So, Rose Byrne. Okay. I mean, you've got to, Kruger. you've got to fuck, fuck Diane Kruger, marry Rose Byrne, and, um, who's the other one? Is the there one another one? who's married to, to Hector. I guess, I guess I kill Hector's nothing of a wife who has, like, two lines in the movie. But she's so beautiful. I would marry her. She, she seems to have, um, oh, she's a good mom, it seems like. I don't know. I just want to. I, I, I just want to spend the rest of my life with Rosebone in this movie. <laughs> mm. She's, She's definitely. So yeah, I want to have sex with her. I would kill Kruger. Yeah, I think I'd kill. Yeah, Kruger. maybe after after that horrible shit she said about Peter O'Toole. <laughs> <laughs> unforgivable. Yeah, unforgivable. Um, I want to know. It must have been. There was one quote that uh, Orlando Bloom said that he and no Eric Bana and him used to like ride their horses down the the Mayan coastline, um, oh, and then they'd be mm-hmm. like, <laughs> they were like we we you know we walk in the footsteps of the greats of the gods, taking themselves so fucking seriously. But here's the thing I don't know, 
and I was looking it up, is that did this war actually happen? That I mean, it it it's debatable. It's debatable as as the same way that Jesus Jesus's existence is debatable, where people think that there is some historical merit to it, but a lot of it is very embellished. I don't know. Do you know, Ali? Uh, I did not do the extracurricular reading activities for this movie. Oh I think scholars, scholars are scholars are torn on it, which made yeah. me happy because I felt like such an idiot being like, uh, "Did this happen?" But then it turns out nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows. Um, we can uh, believe whatever we want, and I choose to believe that it did. I would yeah, like to believe and that. I choose to believe that the gods worse. are real. <laughs> I choose to believe <laughs> that Brad Pitt is actually Achilles. So. Mm. I, here's one thing that I don't really <laughs> fully understand, and it wasn't super clear, and I think it, that was on purpose, was, is Brad Pitt invincible except for his heel? I think it's meant to be left ambiguous. Okay. Yeah, I think is. it's like, the, uh, yeah. As a kid, when you're a kid and you hear the story, that's the story. His mom dipped him into the, like, well of youth or whatever, the fountain of youth. Into the, into the invincible potion. Yeah. Into the invincible <laughs> potion by <laughs> his angel, and then that's how he dies. Yeah. Yeah. But then in the actual Iliad, he doesn't die by his ankle. I think he just gets killed. No, he does. No, he no, he does. He does. He, he dies gets, by his ankle. ankle. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole. I mean, why ankle boy lives by the ankle and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> why give him ankle an ankle boy. weakness if, they're, if you're not going to somehow exploit it later? Yeah, well, like <laughs> that, that was. The, yeah, the, the the ankle thing is like the most outrageous smoking, like Chekhov's gun. But you can't like not you can't not fire the ankle. Right, gun you can't have point in the you movie. can't make Jurassic Park and not show a fucking dinosaur. You got the yeah, ankle; right. it's gonna be a problem. I mean, but his the name didn't is Achilles. Kill him. It's what eventually it brought his death. It's like his name is Achilles. How did nobody go like, hey, maybe go for the Achilles? I don't know. Did you try that? Well, because it's <laughs> well, I think the Achilles, Achilles is named after him. Achilles. Yeah. Not what did they call it around? before? I don't know. The ankle tendon. Did they tendon? Did did, did they know the word tendon before Achilles? Really? <laughs> uh, I believe that the I believe that that part of the heel is named after Achilles, not the other way. I mean, it does feel like if agree. you just think about if you think about your your Homer and you're right. writing this, and you think about like what's the part of the body that if got like chopped would just take you down. What if he landed on elbow? That, yeah. Oh, God, you guys, imagine your Achilles tendon getting slashed. Oh, it would probably hurt really bad. I don't even want to You would die. That. It's not as obvious as your heart or your head, but you can't, you can't walk. You can't, dip, you can't hold someone by the heart and dip them in a river, That's though. right. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been in love before, Ollie, but that's what love is. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, can we talk about how the background actors were in this? Uh God. Oh, there's some there's some outrageous extra work <laughs> there going was, on. First of all, there were 1,250 background actors. Jesus Christ! Can you imagine the? Can you imagine? Just imagine for a second the background holding and the the amount of complaints that I wanna, they had. It makes me want to die. It makes me want to die. I mean, it was. This hot. is a common theme in our in our podcast, Ali. Is that? My oh, I have here. no, I have no uh, like experience of this. But I definitely yeah. noticed some like some suspicious extras hanging around <laughs> in the background of the shots. It's miserable. It was probably so miserable out there, and they were like, "Look, we need a lot of people," and like <laughs> they started getting pretty yep. liberal with their criteria. Well, they were like, "This is our yeah. shot. This is our shot, man." They, there's yeah. always you can, in every single movie, even the best. You can always spot a background actor that's like casually looking at Brad Pitt. 
or like they're like <laughs> in their head they're like this is it this is my big break you know yeah this is this is good this is the, me gonna break out I'm yeah. gonna do some really good <laughs> really good standing really good fighting some round. there was some very ill I mean yeah. I guess it was kind of true to the times but there were some very ill-fitting costumes on some of those background actors but I think that's yeah, okay I noticed because that too. because it was like back then it's not like they would have tailored armor it was mostly yeah. like here take this thing that we have lying around so yeah. there was a guy there was a guy in the background of like one pretty pivotal scene that I couldn't take my eyes off because he just looked like a Best Buy employee who like <laughs> walks in and <laughs> it's like really schlubby looking dude and they and they sort of casually braided like two strands of his hair and put a fucking thing on him and I was like and he just looks he's so just, like awkward. wandering around he's like where am I <laughs> yeah it was, really, it was really good that's so funny that's I, awesome <laughs> so I think it's come to the time in our podcast uh, where we do ratings wait so no there's I'll, so much I have to say I know, but we're already so late in, my friend. Okay, well, and I have more to say. I want to just ask. Okay, go, Michael, and then I will. I want to ask a question, then we can all do our readings. Okay, I have a couple of things that I, I want to point out. Um, first of all, I was like I said, I was young when this movie came out, and my brother and I used to do a shoulder stab, that move that he does. We used oh, to that's do so that. Cute. We used to do that on each other, but with those collapsible lightsabers. <laughs> oh, I had good. a few collapsible lightsabers, man. Well, did you do the Troy fun, fun, jumping fun. stab? Probably not. Um, well, only uh, only Ankle Boy can do that, and the gods. <laughs> only Ankle Boy. Um, okay, let's. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Chelsea? I was just gonna ask who you were more aligned with. We kind of touched on it earlier, but I want to know whose team oh, you were on. Brad Pitt, hundred percent. Brad, if you're listening, always on your team, buddy. So. Okay. Oliver? Ollie? Sorry. Oh, I'm Team, team Hector all the way. Ah, oh. really? Interesting. I'll stab you in the shoulder, Ollie. Don't think I, I won't just do it. Don't, <laughs> I just don't like the good guys, really, ever in movies. They're not like, like... I honestly didn't find them likable. Like, I just didn't care. They were like... I wish... Yeah, I wish he had, like, something more of a floor and that every character in the movie wasn't constantly sort of fucking turning into the camera and, like, going, yeah. thumbs up to this dude over here. <laughs> yeah, best, like, I'm is, acting. Yeah. It was just yep. so acting. Um, it was nominated for one award, which was for costumes. Did not win. I was, uh, well, However, the costumes were okay. It did win two Teen Choice Awards. Brad Pitt won two Teen Choice Awards. Good for, for him. Best actor and most hairless chest. Yeah. <laughs> well, Least hair actor on chest. Like, most... Like best boyfriendy, but I loved the way that his chest plate was like on him. It looked really good. On he him. looked so fucking good. His hair was really weird, though. We'll talk about his hair in a second. First of right. all, I wanted to ask though: Did you guys notice um, the amount of baby throwing that was happening during <laughs> the fall of Troy? No, no. I did not, but I feel like I need to go back and rewatch it now. <laughs> you, you just said the magic words that'll get me to sit through this this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, during the fall of Troy. Like there was like three shots in a row. <laughs> Where a Greek soldier would walk up to a Trojan woman, rip a baby out of her hands, and then just throw it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what's happening? Is this uh, well, when you're also, sacking a it, town. It, it, yeah. It's also like the way that um, they always do like make light of a rape scene in uh, oh, a movie yeah. like this, like a PG-13 movie, where they're just like casually tossing this like a woman around in a circle, like pushing her yeah. back and forward. Oh, yeah, they just uh, push her around a bunch, and that's rape. Yeah, they just push her around and go, who's the first one? And they turn into pirates for a second. They did grab one lady. First, they took her baby, threw it, and then they all ganged up on her, and they grabbed her, and they just they each picked up a limb, and they just held her. They just all picked her up by a limb. I'm like, I think yeah. that's going to be rape, too. 
And, and then Benioff's finally like, one day they'll let me show a rape on. <laughs> they'll let me film one properly. Benioff, ben, Benioff really went to bat for the rape scenes in this. And they were yeah. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need more naked. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so wait. Funny. I'm trying to think if there's any other really important things that I want to say before we do the ratings. And I think that... Oh, one thing. Okay, this is the last thing I'll say. On the first day of shooting, Brad Pitt said to the director, you see those little, like, glints, those little shiny things out on the horizon? Because they were the first scene they shot, they were, like, on the water. And he was like, you see those? That's paparazzi. And the director was like, no, it's, I mean, we're way out in the f- fucking middle of nowhere. That's definitely not. And he, Brad Pitt was like, no, it is. And then the, 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 the day that they actually started shooting, sure enough, their set was surrounded by paparazzi boats. And Brad Pitt was like, I'm telling you, they just, they know, they follow. <laughs> He's like, didn't you know I, the I most lived famous with a couple of paparazzi. World? I lived with a couple of paparazzi when I was in LA. Really? Really? Was, yeah. It was like, I, I think I, I can't possibly condone the job. But like, if you're a, I think it would. I think it's an incredibly like interesting career to do. Yeah. Why? Like, because you just you get. Well, there are a few things. First one was that they were trying to find Tiger Woods, so they were just like sent to places where they knew he wasn't, but their company was sending them, so they just got to like go to Africa for a week and like chill oh, out. Oh, nice! And, get, and they and, get paid the so much money. Yeah, and then and then on top of that, it's like it's sort of the detective thing. It's like, where are they? I gotta find some celebrities, and it's like it's gross, but it's also at the same time, it's this sort of like kind of exciting to hunt people down, you know? Because man is the most dangerous game. Would, would one of them so, come on the podcast? I guess I see what you're saying. No, I haven't talked to them in years. Like, I and you know, I I think it's I think it's pretty gross. Hmm. It's but gross, but I, I get can, what you're saying, like the hunter yeah. quality. Yeah, yeah, people fucking love famous people. I never got it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I guess I it's because I'm born and raised in L.A. or something. I just do not care. If I, in fact, if, I, if somebody invites me to a party and they're like, oh, my God, but so someone's going to be there, I'm, my instinct is to be like, ugh, then I don't want to go. Yeah, it's such an L.A. thing yeah. to always just, like, completely ignore it, even if it is ruining your time. Like, I yeah. remember we went to this brunch place and, like, Jake Gyllenhaal was sitting on the table, like, next to us. And it was just fucking awkward because you can't, like, Everybody's call it out. just looking. If you go to a party and there's famous people, everybody's yeah. just sort of imagining themselves either being looked at or looking at the famous person. It's like... And, like, yeah. finding and reasons to go just be It must suck to be that person. Yeah. Yeah, Except weird. for there's one famous person who is my best friend. His name is Brad Pitt, and I have a podcast in his honor. So... Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt, if you're listening, this Can't is about you, Can't wait to have you on, Brad. See you in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's do ratings. All right. I, so every week, Ollie, just to refresh your mm-hmm. memory, I do the world's ratings, the reception of, of the thing. Oh, we need mm-hmm. numbers, too. I want to know how much it made. Uh, oh, yeah, numbers. Okay. Well, I need cold, hard statistics. Yeah, let's get the numbers first. Well, here's the stats. All right. Uh, so, like I said before, its budget was initially approved to be around $150 million. With, with the hurricane and the injury and, you know, just the nightmare that was shooting, that it was shooting, it went to around $200 million. Some say 200 some say 180 whatever. Um it's opening weekend, it made $46.8 million, which is pretty fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. And then, well, it's okay. But then it's... It's, good. it's a good 2004, right? Yeah, it's not bad for 2004. Um, also, they weren't expecting yeah. to make it all back in the first weekend. Right. And they also, I don't think they were expecting to make it all back in the U.S., and they didn't. Their total domestic gross was $133 million, which is not oh, wow. good. Mm-hmm. But their world gross, or their, their total total lifetime gross including domestic and world was 
497 million. Damn, that's great. So it made its money it back. It really Plus made its a little money extra. back. Yeah, it almost. Well, the studio only sees half of the gross, right? Like that's how it works. The what? Don't, don't the studios only ever see half of the total number? I don't yeah. actually know. It gets, it gets disseminated. It, yeah, that, that's how I always think about it, at least. I might be, I might be wrong yeah. on that one. I think um, you're right. What other movies were out at the time? Do you know? Van Helsing was, uh, th- this was, it was number one when it opened. Van Helsing was number two on its second week. Um, uh, and then okay. number three was Mean Girls on its third week. Oh, oh, yeah. Mean, mean Girls, I bet, has a pretty long tail on it. That feels like a good word of mouth. Mean Girls movie. is by far the best of those three movies. For sure. Yeah. I, I agree. I fucking love Mean Girls. In fact, Peaches Christ is doing a uh, version of Mean Girls called Mean Gays, starring Kim Chi. And I can't wait to, <laughs> yeah, I I can't wait to go see it. Anyway. Oh, um, do, you have, like, do you have second week numbers for this? Because like, my imagination, this is a movie that opens strong on a big marketing push and then just like falls off pretty quickly. Let's see. So. Um... Yes, I, I do. It does. The next weekend, well, it didn't fall off that bad. Okay. The next weekend, uh, Shrek right. Two, Shrek Two came out, and that was number one. Oh, I got sh- Shrek Two actually I got made a hundred and eight million its opening weekend, so that's a good opening. Yeah, it's, sh- it's Shrek Two, baby. Yeah. <laughs> who's I, not going to want to see Donkey and all your friends? I just rewatched Shrek with my niece and nephew, and that movie stands the test of time. It is a does genuine, it really? It's a good yeah, movie. It's, it's a really Loved really good it. movie. I haven't seen it in so long. In my mind, it's so full of like contemporary pop culture references that it falls on it its is. face. But like it is, it is, but it doesn't fall on its face for me. And it works for the kids. Like they don't, they don't even care. They're not even taking anything in. Listen, it's no Paddington <laughs> two. It's no Paddington two. <laughs> was, wait, no Paddington. Paddington? but no movie is Paddington two. Is that a good okay, movie? Do you prefer Brendan Gleeson in this or Paddington two? Wait, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Who is he again? He's uh, Menelaus. He's the horrible guy who who oh, uh, gets killed by Hector. Oh, Paddington too, bitch. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, there's Knuckles nothing, McGinty. That is a he, that is a perfect <laughs> film. We've discussed. We've talked about this. Oh, you know what else okay. is out right now? Uh, at the same time, is uh, Man on Fire, which I I feel that um, is interesting because I I think that Denzel Washington is similar to Brad Pitt in that he's a super megastar who everybody loves. Um, no, but Brad, but Denzel Washington is considered ah, like but one also, of the greatest but, but also not in many great movies. Yeah, but like he, Brad Pitt. But he's considered like an actor. He's like high he's, up. He's not a jokester like Brad Pitt is. True. He no. He's not. But he's he's kind of got the same. He's. I, I'd actually say he's closer to Tom Hanks than he is to Brad Pitt. Hmm. He's uh, maybe, but then Den- but Denzel like Denzel is a fucking movie star, right? He's like he a tentpole guy. You go see a Denzel Washington movie. That's right. But like, he's not in many great movies. He, we were looking this up the other day play about very like many who small would you... roles. He always always plays right. the lead. Whereas Brad can carry a movie, but he also mm-hmm. really thrives as a supporting actor. I th- I agree. I think Brad's he is part of an best. ensemble. Brad is yeah. like the best. That's when he's the best. He's not good at leading roles like. He's like he's like Bean. Sometimes he well, just... we got too much Brad and the Bean, you know. Yeah, yeah you don't want to overdo the Bean. Okay. Anyway, so um, that's the numbers: four hundred ninety-seven lifetime worldwide. It stayed honestly. It stayed relevant. Week two, it was number two. Week three, it was number four. Yeah. So it yeah. it stayed Great. relevant. Cool. Um, All right. So that's that. Every week, we do uh, the world's ratings. And we do our ratings. We have three ratings. Okay. Well, I'll do the world's rating. So IMDb rates this movie 7.2 out of 10. That is too high for this movie. <laughs> Metacritic, <laughs> which is 
eight different reviews is 56%. That is more on the money. And then Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is 54%. Mm-hmm. Now, every week we do Entertainment Weekly's review because they're wildly varied. <laughs> sometimes yeah. the worst movies yes, in the world get A's and sometimes the best movies in the world get D's. So this yeah. one, the review, so the, it got, EW gave them a C. Uh-huh. My favorite line, their opening line was, this movie is based on Homer's The Iliad and set in an ancient time of personal trainers and self-tanners. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, they nailed it. Accurate. They nailed it. Nailed it. Um, uh, Roger Ebert gave him two stars. Oh, well, fuck Roger Ebert. He didn't Ebert. like it. Everybody was pissed that well, the Well, Roger's, Roger's, Roger's an out-of-full guy, right? Yeah. That's his For some that's reason. His yeah. Mm. He's yeah, the worst. I'd say it's a, He's actually the worst. Yeah. So how do we? So, so let's do so our, Let's do ours then. Um, are we rating out of? So out of what? we rate what out we? of ten, and we do okay. we do the movie overall. We do Brad Pitt's yeah. acting performance, and then we do Brad Pitt's looks. Okay. Um, so why don't Chelsea? Why don't you start it off with uh, Brad Pitt's performance? I'm gonna give Brad Pitt's performance a four point eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to up it to a five because he did work for months at it. Like, he put the work in. Uh-huh. And, but he was so... I just don't like that affected accent that he put on. You know what? I'll give him a 5.6 because he was good at fighting. 5.6, yeah. that's what I'm did, saying. That's okay. what I'm saying. He did, a, he did this weird little smirk all the time. Well, that's his signature smirk. That's his signature smirk, and it's him acting arrogant. Yeah, we yeah. talk about that smirk all the time on this podcast. That smirk. Okay. okay. That smirk. I love the smirk. Legendary. Okay. I'm giving him a, 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 a 6.2 because I, his, he looked... Like uh, someone who put in a lot of work into becoming that character, and his his, I I sort of liked his his you know arrogance a little bit. I think it was kind of working for him. So, but also mm. his accent was terrible. So, I I mean six right. point two. Well, it wasn't his best role. Uh, all right, all I was fair. I was gonna say I was gonna give him a four. Okay, but then Chelsea said that you know, how much he worked. And I agree. I think, I think there's a really good physical performance in there. And I'm not sure how much of the fight between Hector and him that concludes the movie or should have concluded the movie. Um, how much of that is like stunt work and stuntmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I, but I feel like, no, 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 it's not stuntmen. It's both of them. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a great physical performance and I like the choreography and I think he, and, and it's, and that's a tense, exciting scene when he's not talking. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, eight. I move that to a five. Oh, move it five. to a five. Woo. I was like, eight, Oliver. I mean, Ollie. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um, okay. okay, Brad Pitt's looks. His looks. Ollie, start. Uh, I think this is some of the, I think this was possibly the best he's ever looked on, on camera. So yeah. I'm going to give him a 8.5. Do you mean that like physically? Or do you think like if you were going to, if this I is the most likely like to fuck him, you would be. I just think it's a really good look. I just think it's a really good look for him, right? Okay. Like he pulled. It's like he's a Greek god man, and like who are we gonna cast? Brad Pitt. He looks fucking amazing. We're gonna like the camera is just gonna hold, like hold on to him in a way that is almost lascivious a lot of the time. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And it, the and first it, we see him, he's stark looks. naked. And mm. it's such a good. Mm. It's such a 
<laughs> yeah, it's such a big part of the. It's such a big and important part of the movie is the way yeah. that he looks, right? Yeah. So I think that. So, so, so it's gonna, it's going to be an eight point five from me. I Ooh, think. Ooh, hi. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Michael. I think I'm going to agree an eight point five, but I actually would have rated him higher if it weren't for his hair. Which I here's my note about his hair. I like it long and I like the color. But it, I was kind of confused, like, is it supposed to be dreadlocks and they just gave him curls instead? You know, like, it, it looked like they wanted to make it look, like, dirty or messy, but it, it looked too manicured. So I didn't love that. That's not his that. fault, necessarily. Well, it's that's never his sense. fault. Sometimes it's his fault. Okay, but... Anyway. Most of the time it's not... Most of the time it's the decision of the hairstylist and he kind of... I'm sure... He was the producer on this movie. This is the first movie that his company produced. So he, he could have spoken up if he didn't like it. But I think yeah, he, he... He's like the sort of Vanity Fair photo shoot version of What a Warrior. Right, yeah. exactly. So the, the, exactly. The, 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 the thing that they did with his hair, I, it kind of was a little bit off-putting, but I think it still looked pretty good. So... I'm giving him an 8.5 mm. as well because I agree. He, he was in top physical form. He was tanned. He was always a little bit wet. It just, he was I mean, glistening. <laughs> it was he was great. glistening the entire time. Yeah. Just shiny. Yeah. Shiny um, okay, as hell. I'm not going to rate Slippery. him that high. Slippery. Because, okay, his body looked great. There's no denying that. I mean, I'd be a crazy person mm. if I didn't think. But I'm not yeah. really mm-hmm. into a body like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like a rounder man. Oh, so, mm-hmm. I mean... Don't, but don't no, started. for me the hair, the hair. Um, yeah, I mean, you have a very. Mm. We talk about your. You're not into a slippery ankle boy. I'm no, not, I'm I not. like to be able to grab onto somebody. I, like he, he looks like <laughs> one of those those toys. That's like a, it's like a tube, and you grab Stretch it, and it just Armstrong. always falls out of your oh, hand. Yeah, those tubes. <laughs> yeah. I love those tubes. Um, I didn't like his hair. I don't like it long. I don't like it bleached. I feel like I always thought that I did. Because I loved a Legends of the Fall long hair, Brad. Oh, that's you know how it should have I mean? looked. Yeah, that was a good. A sandy-colored yes. long hair. Yes. But I think after, coming out of a couple of shaved head movies, like, that's my look. Oh, so I'm going to give him, you know what, I'll give him an eight. I mean, it's undeniable that he looks great. He looks amazing. Right. Like, even if you, even if you have critiques, you still my can't give him lower than, like, a seven My personal preference is not him, but he is a god. Literally. He, like, he's a specimen. He's become a specimen. They made a god. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they made a god. Um, and then overall, this is the money shot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I got it. All right. Okay, all right. Shot. <laughs> um, uh, Chelsea, you want to lead this one off? Okay. So, I didn't hate the movie. There's a lot of things I didn't like about it. Okay. I think I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Ollie? I think... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Just I wanted to justify that with... I did like a lot of the romance in it. I thought there was a lot of, like, really masterful one-on-one scenes with, like, kind of... I mean, the, the, the fact that they had practical sets goes a long way for me. Yeah. Mm. So that merits... I mean, the filmmaking of it was an undertaking, and so I, I respect that. So I'll give it more than a five. Mm. There's like a lot of stuff in this movie that I think is really well done. Like the craftsmanship of yeah. it is mostly fantastic. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of scenes that I like. Some of the one-on-ones are great. The supporting actors are really fun to watch. Beans. But I don't think it really rises above the complete lack of charisma <laughs> of the of the leads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 the and the clunky expository dialogue oh, and like God, yeah. junky scenes. Um, 
And I, if there were a little, if there was like a little more spice to to those three leads, a little something a little more attractive and charming, this movie could have been so much better. Yeah. But it just drags the entire time. Yeah. And like so, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a five for me. Okay. I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right in the middle of you guys and do a five and a half because, <laughs> um, you know I don't want to watch this movie again and um. I'll never watch it again. But, you know, they did put a lot of effort into it, and I think they they pulled off what they were going for, and so good for them for that. Um, And, you know, I think, yeah, that's basically it. David David Benioff, I appreciate this movie because we may not have Game of Thrones if it weren't for this movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. And... I also want to watch that director's cut now. (laughs) I just want to see what they... Ollie's like, I want to torture myself for another four hours. I hate this movie, but I want... I want to watch it again with, with like, uh, 20% more content. I had to watch it in two parts, too. I mean, I couldn't... I stopped after two hours and realized I had another hour and 15 minutes to yeah, go, and I was like, I oh, my thing. fucking God. So It's a funny thing about this podcast because, you, I, well, for me, like, I watch it, then I research it for an hour, then I spend the length of the podcast editing it, and then I'm, like, just sitting in these movies for so long. Yeah. And it's fun with the good ones. But it's sometimes extremely brutal for the bad ones. Yeah. Which is the which is the most upsetting film you've watched so far? Uh, what did I hate? Hate hate. Um, uh, Too young to die was pretty fucking bad. But that was fun because we were fresh. I think the worst for me was yeah. There was a movie that I started off saying in the podcast, like, I fucking hated that, that movie. Hold on. Let me go to see what we've done. There's been too many. Oh, you hated a movie that I kind of liked. Was it Snatch? Yes. No, I loved Snatch. It was it was. Cool World? I oh, loved Cool, cool World. World. I, cool World I, loved I cool liked World. for its weirdness, but I did not like, like that movie. It's really bad. <laughs> I didn't um, like like it, but I like liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh yeah, and then we, that was around the time that we watched Johnny Swade, which was fun. That movie's weird. Oh, that was a weirdo, weird one. Yeah, I can't. It's hard to explain. Well, I can't wait to do. Well, my plan is to do the Tom Cruise version of this. So uh, that will. Yes, you're, I can tell you right now. I like Brad Pitt, and it's hard to do this. If you did it with an actor you didn't like, it would well, be so... Ollie is a well, it's a good booster. thing that I am the number one cruise booster. You are. Well, so I'm, I'm fucking ready to go. So you and Sean are going to do it. I have to be on that. Mm, you understand. Perhaps. You yes. do understand. Which movie would you do? I were out in the fucking weeds here. You can cut this shit out. Risky business? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be cutting it down. I'm Chelsea, still looking for... You didn't like Seven Years in Tibet. Yeah, but I didn't hate it. Um, I think the worst movie we Sinbad ever watched was, was the, the Devil's Own. Oh, the Devil's the Own. Worst. Well, yeah. I mean, that was bad. I didn't hate it. Hate it though. It was just <laughs> sorry for a second. I thought you said the Devil's Zone. <laughs> I was like, that movie sounds <laughs> fucking rad. The Devil's Zone. <laughs> Devil's Zone. Oh, uh, anyway, we should welcome wrap this to bad the Devil's Zone. Up. Across the tracks right. was pretty fucking bad too. Um, yeah. Ollie, thank you so much for coming. Ollie, is there anything podcast? that you want uh, people who are listening to check out of yours right now? Nope, absolutely not. I prefer it if they didn't. Okay, all right. Ollie's anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks for listening and thanks for joining us, Ollie. Ollie, are you going to. Oh, my are pleasure. Gonna, I had a blast. Ollie, I'd like for you to do a series of your mini people as, and Brad Pitt roles specifically for nope, this podcast as our merchandise. Kay. Can nope. you arrange that? Nope. No, it's not. Nope. No, <laughs> also, can I'm you make it. us a logo, please? <laughs> Ollie, can you make yeah, me sure. things, I love please? This, 
<laughs> I had a really fun time on this podcast, but I'm not happy that you made me watch that movie. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you were asked well, to be on it. this episode. That's true, I did. <laughs> and I regret everything. And you're always welcome back, Ollie. You've been a great guest. Any old time. Cheers, guys. All Thanks right. very much. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.